0: Banners time. We are back with episode thirteen, and I am
1: Brian Williams, and I'm Matt McCrory. Welcome to our lucky number thirteenth episode. We have a dandy here today, Brian. Oh, Matt, I couldn't be
0: more excited. We have a special guest today, who's agreed to kind of slum it a little bit and be on our podcast with a couple kind of yahoos like us, and. I, I don't know, you know, she's kind of a big deal. And so the fact that we landed her and get to talk to her a little bit about social media and TikToks, I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty stoked. And I, I think our listeners are really going to dig getting a chance to to meet her and listen to Sue Lacey.
1: Yes, she is the show stock queen. She and is. We are excited about having her. She's going to talk about some really cool stuff. But before we get into that, buddy... Sad times in country music this week. We lost a great one. Mr. Toby Keith has passed yes. away. Yes, and sir. I think it is more than fitting that we share some of our favorite songs that we are going to put in our playlist that I've already started putting on my playlist this week in the fairing house and cleaning out pins in the feed room, in the showroom. Buddy, what are some of your favorite all-time Oh, man. Toby? There's so many oh.
0: So many good ones, you know, and, and as we lose artists like that, Toby Keith, you know, country guy, kind of an ag guy, native Okie, you know, and, and I'll tell you, here's something you might not know, Matt. I got, I wasn't at Toby Keith's house, but I was literally right across the road. I went down and looked at some dew rocks one time at a place literally right across from his driveway. And I can tell you when he says he f- flew a American flag on his yard, uh, if you've ever seen one of them great big flags that they fly like it you know, at the mall or at Denny's, this one was bigger. I'll guarantee it, like, that's no the biggest American flag I've ever seen. Beautiful, beautiful place Uh, there, uh, kind of south of Oklahoma City, out towards kind of more and out in that part of the world, out, outside of Norman and kind of out in that world. And, man, just a beautiful place. And I'll tell you, Toby Keith, somebody that I've seen him in concert a couple times. I, I don't know if you
1: – have you seen him in concert, Matt? I have not. I have seen him in concert in my dreams. And Yeah. In- my YouTube dives, but not, nothing in Man. real life, buddy. Good, good concert. Good dude. And I know at times maybe
0: a little controversial. There's maybe certain aspects of of what he thought or believed in that maybe not everybody um, believed in as wholeheartedly. For me, I think Toby Keith, whale of a patriot, a guy that I think truly loved our country. And the thing that I loved about Toby Keith, maybe as much as anything, is how I think very genuinely – he mm-hmm. supported our troops and really believed in, like going on those USO tours and and doing his best to support our troops both abroad and when they came back home. And I just think it's it's so cool when people kind of get all in on on stuff like that. You know, song wise, you don't really realize it until, unfortunately, sometimes when those those folks are gone, tons of good music. I'll tell you my top top three. Okay, do it, man! I can't wait. Hey. Probably my favorite, I I can't help myself. My favorite Toby Keith song of all time Who's Your Daddy?
1: (laughs) Who's your daddy?
0: Yep. Yep. Second one is Whiskey for My Men, Beer for My Horses. Love that. That is just
1: a legacy of a song. Oh oh my gosh. Him and Willie just going at it and like, oh my goodness. It is just, you can you can kind of go back and, and visualize and vi- visualize where you were the first time you heard that song. Yeah. of That time period of your life jamming out to that song. Yeah. Yeah. So good.
0: He just, he's a good dude. Got good music. And probably my third favorite Toby Keith song is one. I don't know if everybody even knows it's a song called um, good to go to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And That's it's just a fun song. It's basically like, Hey, it sucks. Winter's here. Let's get out of here. Let's let's just run away to Mexico, and I can tell you, I have that thought at least once every twenty four hour cycle from about October thirty first to about
1: April fifteenth, and so it it resonates with me. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. Well, I'm going to do three two, and uh, I think I'm going to start with one that I love to hear every Veterans Day, every Fourth of July, and that's none other than. Brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue, buddy. And there's a reason I don't sing that song, and Toby Keith did. But, buddy, that one is like, hey, buddy, here's two big old middle fingers to anybody that messes with us. And I thought that was pretty cool.
0: You know, that song me- is, yes, is maybe one of them that got a little controversial because there's some people that didn't like it. I can tell you. When he released that, it kind of in the wake of 9/11. I don't know about you, Matt. Like I was young, you know. I was I was teaching, but I was just started teaching, and and I can tell you, I had to do some after that happened. I remember setting. We didn't have a live feed TV in the AG building. We didn't have internet in the AG building at that phase. I remember clear as can be. We went out and set in my pickup. And I turned on the radio and the kids sat in the bed of my truck in the parking lot. And we listened to that unfold on the radio and sat there all day, sat there all day and listened on the radio. It wasn't until I got home that I actually saw the footage of it. And I can tell you, I didn't know how to feel like I didn't, there was so much uncertainty mm-hmm. and we had grown up, Matt, kind of in a, in a time where nobody messed with America. We were kind of a big dog deal and, Nobody really, you know, we'd kind of shut down, you know, I won't get into a lot of geopolitical debate, but like Russia had been a threat. They kind of went away. You know, we'd won the first Gulf war pretty resoundingly. Like we were, there was a little chest thumping. And when that happened, all of a sudden, he thought, I don't know what's, I don't know what's going to happen. There was so much uncertainty. And I think a lot of people wondered what we're going to do. What am I going to do with my life? Like, should I quit teaching and join the military? And, And I can tell you, that was a thought that went through my head. Like, do I want to continue teaching? Do I want to resign and maybe go join the military? And so I think it, cause I was only about 22 or three, maybe when that happened. And uh, anyway, I remember when I, first time I heard that song was exactly how I felt. It was exactly how I like this. I'm, I, I'm upset that this happened to our country and I'm ready to go out and grab a hold of somebody by the collar because I, of, yeah, man, I
1: could I think he embodied that really well. I think so too. And the background of that story is he used to just sing that on his tour bus. Mm-hmm. People talked him into yep. making that a part of a part of a yeah. one night. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that took off. Yeah. I, I have to be selfish here and I have to too. I have to do three more. Should Have Been a Cowboy That's is the classic. It is one of the best songs, in my opinion, of all time. Yep. It just brings me back 1993. Thinking that, wanting to be a cowboy, wanting to be like Toby Keith. I think that is one of the all-time best ones. Thinking about high school a little bit, Does that blue moon ever shine on you? Oh, that's a good one too. That is a good one. Slows it down a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know? And I have to mention this one because this came out when I was in college. And I remember seeing this video and I just had an instant crush on the girl that was in there. Whiskey girl. All right. She's my little girl. If you want to be impressed there is a bi- music video out there called "She's My Little Whiskey Girl," and you might fall in love like I did in two thousand and three. There's so many good ones, Matt. I'll be honest; I'd kind
0: of forgot. I'd kind of forgot how many good songs he has. That dude,
1: that dude's got some good music. He pumped it out, buddy. He was a guy from Oklahoma. He guy from the Midwest. Guy that believed in agriculture. He believed in America, and he believed in having a good time. Yeah. And Toby Keith, we salute you. God bless you, buddy, and uh, we uh, we pray that you're where you need to be and and you're out, not no longer in pain. Well, hey, man, I don't
0: know about you, but I'm pretty excited about our next guest, and I feel like we're pretty lucky to get somebody who's pretty TikTok famous right here on Beards and Banners, and I think you know who I'm talking about.
1: Yes, I do. And Sue Lacy is one of a kind. Welcome to the podcast, my lady.
0: Thank you.
2: I am honored to be here.
1: We are excited to have you. It's not
0: very often here on Beards and Banners that we get uh, somebody that is a, I would say, like a stock show influencer, like has a big presence and following on social media. Usually we've got somebody like Cody Sloan, who is grumpy and (laughs) like... Wants to be on the podcast, but doesn't really want to talk to matter. I he just kind of nope. wants to be on a podcast, and so nope. it's kind of it's kind of different for us to have somebody that like kind of has an idea of what social media is, or has a little bit of skill and presence about this deal.
2: Well, that's honestly one of the nicest things anyone's ever said to me. So <laughs> thank you for that. I I appreciate that. <laughs>
1: The stock, show, the stock show princess is what I'm going to call you. That's right,
2: <laughs> queen
1: queen. Oh, hey, I'll there you that. go. There we go. That's probably yes. a little more. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> Sue, tell us
0: about tell us about you for our listeners. Tell us how you got to. You're in Kansas, right?
2: Yes, presently and probably until I die, I am in Kansas. Yes.
0: How did? Because you're not originally from Kansas, so tell us about. Tell us about the journey. How do you end up, kind of in the in in the middle of the country and all that stuff, and what what led you there?
2: So to make a long story short, um, I grew up in Oregon. My family was kind of, we kind of dabbled in a lot of things, but growing up, um, we had several hundred head of commercial cattle, and um, I grew up in Oregon in this the central part of Oregon and like full on cowboy country out in the sagebrush. Um, so I grew up, my parents had several hundred head of commercial cattle. We also had about mm, at one point, probably around a hundred head of purebred charlotte. Um, so I grew up showing my entire life in the purebred industry, as well as the commercial industry. Um, and so, I mean, that kind of translated into, I mean, just showing my whole life. Um, I showed at junior nationals and back when, not to like age myself, but back when I was showing jackpots and stuff, weren't as big of a thing. So, you know, you would go to, I would go to like state fair and stuff every year. I'd go to junior nationals, which were kind of the big things there weren't big jackpots every weekend and all the big majors and stuff like i mean obviously the majors have been around forever but it was just different back then Mm -hmm. so um i grew up showing on a national level but not to the extent that you know families do now Mm -hmm. um so anyway i graduated and i continued showing and eventually my husband and i um We started raising some club lambs, so we also raise club lambs now, and we kind of got tired of the West Coast and um, wanted to do something a little bit different, and we got tired of traveling 30-plus hours to go to all the majors. (laughs) So here, it was October of 2021. We moved to Kansas, and the rest is history. We're here. um, We love it. We raise, um, cattle and show lambs and we're just doing our thing.
0: Well, you know, you and I had talked there when, when I kind of first reached out to you about maybe coming on the podcast that, you know, there's a lot of places you can live in the country that are beautiful. They're awesome. It's great. But to do what, what you're doing, what we're doing, it's nice to be kind of in this middle part where you're kind of in the center of everything that happens. And like you said, you're not having to load up and say, hey, we're going to go to, you know, let's go to Kansas City or let's go to World Pork Expo or let's go to Denver and it's a 30-hour trip. It's, you know, you can get about from where we're at and probably where you're at, you can get about any of those shows in 10 hours or less probably now.
2: Yeah, Kansas City's like, Three hours, Oklahoma yep. City's three hours, Denver's six hours. <laughs> like, well, that's fantastic. We're kind of right in the middle of all of it, so it's great.
0: That's got to be a good change, too, in terms of just on livestock. I mean, if you just think about putting stuff on a trailer for three and a half hours or six hours versus a couple days, that's that's got to be a huge difference just in how you, yeah. how they show up and how fresh they are.
2: A hundred percent. And don't get me wrong. There are some show families on the West coast, but from my standpoint, I mean, most of our sales happen in the Midwest. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we do ship a lot to the West coast, probably a lot because of our connections, but I mean, it's, everything is just way easier out here.
0: (laughs) Well, it's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, Tell us about TikTok. I want to hear about kind of the origin story of Sue on TikTok and kind of what how how did you tell us how it happened? Just one day you're like, hey, you know what? Gonna make a TikTok. Or did you have a plan? Tell us how the whole deal originated.
2: So my TikTok journey has been kind of interesting because. I've always had people tell me you're so funny, you know, and then also I don't, this is probably something that not a lot of people know, but I went to school for makeup artistry and I'm a licensed esthetician. So, um, I've always had people like tell me, you know, you should make videos about doing makeup and you know, blah, blah, blah. And so that's kind of originally, I think why I got on TikTok is you know so many people were like and back when facebook live was a big thing i did some facebook live videos which looking back are very cringe but <laughs> that's a different story so i would do that and then people just kept saying you should make a tiktok and i'm like no tiktok's for like 12 year olds cuz that was when you know people were just doing weird dances and i'm like right. oh, no yep. no thank you so anyways um reluctantly when we moved to Kansas, for whatever reason, I was like, I'll make a TikTok. And looking back at my very first ones, again, it's very cringe. Like I should probably go through and delete some of my very first ones. (laughs) But I kind of tried to be a little bit consistent and build a following. And then I kind of quit for a while. And then I don't know what it was. I kind of had a like internal revolution where I was like, I have a lot more because my first ones, I would just kind of like ad lib, like they weren't original content. I would just like voice over, you know, stupid things. And so I was like, you know what? I have a lot more to say. And so I just sort of started making original videos. I think one of my very first ones was when I did like the um, what breed of cattle you show says about you, it. like those were, those were some of my, like, first ones that actually, like, started to really kind of go viral.
0: I think that's and, probably the first one. I think that's probably the first time I saw one of them was, yeah. was the, like, what what breed of cattle you are, or that kind of stuff. Yeah, I remember those, and I'd say that's probably the first time
1: I saw you on there. Yeah. And I was like, hey, this this lady's pretty funny. Like, I need to check this deal out. What I like about it so much is you kind of say what everybody else is thinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you don't mind saying it, and I think that's why you're so popular,
2: yeah, no, i I've kind of I mean it back when I was younger, I was more shy about saying what I think, but as I've gotten older, I'm kind of like, you know what? I am what I am if you don't like me. I don't really <laughs> care. So yeah. I yeah. think once I started kind of making my own content and creating a following based off of my own opinions and thoughts I just got more empowered to I'm like okay I'm saying what I think and people like it so I'm people just responding it
1: that's right yeah yeah well, my so my favorite one that you have is the one about how there should be some sort of judges consortium yeah. of A website or something that we can log judges and make comments on judges. And all I thought was, holy cow, that's exactly what I've been saying forever.
0: I'll tell you what I thought is, wonder where she was at, who judged that one that inspired that (laughs) thought. (laughs) Me too. (laughs)
2: We can have a closed door conversation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's maybe a off, off air, off air answer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, but we've all seen it. We've all seen it. And we're like, what is just happening today? What, what just happened? Yeah.
2: Well, and you see some judges and you're like, how, how are you even qualified? Like, you're obviously not qualified, but like, how are you here? Who hired you? Are you being paid? Are we being punked? Like, <laughs> is this real life? <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that is the perfect punked episode. Like a bunch yeah. of kicked off ad guys.
0: Hey, that was one I saw too. So, what's the video? I guess in your mind, what's the TikTok where it kind of blew up and and things went crazy, and you're like, oh man, like this is I've I've got something here.
2: Um. I think, like I said, I think my ones that first kind of went viral were like the, what breed of cattle you show says about you. And that kind of translated into me. I did like, you know, the different breeds of cattle. And then I did, you know, some sheep. Cause I don't, to be honest, like I don't, I'm not a hog person. I don't know about hogs or goats. Like I'm like sheep and cattle and horses. Like that's what I know. So people are always like, do hogs, do goats. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. no I don't know
0: <laughs> awesome we'll get we'll we'll get right on that
2: <laughs> yeah so I think those and then I kind of did you know I mean just like the ones that are like what you know what does your show shirt say about you just stupid those are kind of the ones I think that put me on the map I guess and I just try to put stuff out there that I feel inspired to talk about like there's some days where you know and there's sometimes you put videos out where you're like this is gonna be really popular. And yeah. then it'll get like five views and you're oh, like, yeah. well, everyone hates me, but it's fine. Cause mm-hmm. I felt like saying it. So that's right. It was the right You, thing you like it.
0: it, right? You like it. That's what I always say is cause there'll be times like when we do stuff on social media for judging pro that I'm like, Oh man, this is going to hit. Like I- I've spent so much time. This is awesome. And it just flops. Like nobody sees it. If you see it, nobody likes it. And I'm just like, what happened? And then I'll turn around and I'll, I'll be like, I'll just be sitting in my chair and be like, I'll make some stupid meme, you know, and nobody will care, but I'm bored. So I'll make... And those, one of those will like hit great big and gets 5,000 likes or something on Instagram. And I'm like, literally that was a throwaway post. Like I didn't care about that post. I didn't put any effort into that, but it's, it's just funny to me what resonates with people sometimes.
2: It is, it's crazy. Like sometimes I'll literally be like crying and you know, yeah. You tearing up in a video and be like, oh, everyone's going to be obsessed with this and I'll get like a hundred likes. And I'm like,
1: <laughs> that's
2: fine. Cause someday I'll look back at this and it'll be a memory. So whatever.
1: That's right. Yeah. That's right. You live one yeah. time. So you might as well say what you want. Hey, I have a quick exactly. question for you. Have yeah. you ever had any backlash? Like, do, can people contact you through TikTok? Do they contact you through messages? Like, is there any like... And it, like, they have to remember, hey, it's, it's all in good fun. But-
2: yeah, no, I definitely have. Um, so I have my TikTok set to where if I'm not friends with you, if you send me a message, it'll go to like a, a private folder and I, it'll still show up and say, hey, you have a message request. Mm-hmm. And so I, I get a lot of those where it'll be the people just like saying, you know, I'll get a, a lot of weird, just like spam, like, or do you want a sugar daddy? You know, just like weird yeah. ones. But then, um, I have people in the comments too. Like I'll have random people be like, you don't know what you're talking about. You look like a Barbie, you know? And I'm just like, typically I just delete those. Yeah. Cause I'm like, nobody cares what you have to say. You weird creep that has like no photos and zero followers, like bye. Um, so I do deal with like a little bit of backlash, but typically, if it's like something really crazy, I just delete it.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I I was kind of curious about that too. Because every once in a while, we'll get you know, somebody's like, maybe says something I'm not gonna say inappropriate, but just not very nice, obviously. Yeah, on our social media, on on, let's say Judge and Pro, or even maybe Birds and Banners, but. it used to at the beginning, it used to bother me. Like I was like, Oh my gosh. Or I'm not going to lie. There's been a time or two that I wanted to clap back a little bit and be like, okay, buddy, like really you, my daughter kind of keeps me in check. And she's like, dude, there's, it's like people are just trolls. Like some people are just idiots. They just, they're just saying stuff, just say stuff. They, they're trying to get a reaction. Like, don't worry about it. And so once I kind of looked at it that way, I was like, Okay. And then I kind of, I kind of get a kick out of it now, but yeah, there was a time where I was like, what do you mean that? Like, I thought that was a good hog. Like, and people are like, that hog sucks. Why is that hog wouldn't that clap? I'm like, number one, you're wrong. Number two, yeah. God, this person never judges the show I'm at because they don't have any idea what they're talking about. <laughs> but now right. I, I kind of get a kick out of it.
2: Ironically, so- it's kind of funny because some of the, I know I probably shouldn't cuss on here, so I'll say crappier. A lot of the crappier comments that I hear are from people that I know and they won't like comment it to me on like TikTok or whatever, but they'll say it like they'll text me and be like, You shouldn't say this on TikTok and it's like, excuse me, like, no. Especially my my own mother told me she's like she's like I had one of our like the local ag teachers message me and say that your daughter's so funny but I can't show my kids your stuff because like you cuss and I'm like okay well I promise you those kids swear more than I do and also I don't care so
0: nice Mm -hmm. I like that I like that a bunch you know if you're a if you're a, a stock show kid or, or a, just a stock kid in general, <laughs> maybe these kids are growing up way different than I did, Sue. But, uh, you know, there's that part. I don't know if you guys ever watched the, uh, the old Christmas story movie where he's like, "My, how would I have said that? My dad worked in, you know worked in cuss words like it was his medium like yeah. other painters you know painters and sculptors and wove into the tapestry of every I can tell you like by the time I was a little kid I specifically remember being like I don't know four five maybe just kind of one of those first memories we were on some 4-H trail ride and somebody's horse I was riding my pony and some somebody's horse backed up didn't like my pony missed kicking the pony and kicked me kick me off my pony. Now,
1: mm-hmm. I don't remember
0: what I said, but it must not have been very nice because <laughs> I remember getting in trouble from the 4-H leader and then they brought me back to my dad and I had to go home and have a talk about, hey, you know, the stuff that we say when I'm working on the Baylor or when I'm working cow. Cal- you can't say that at the 4-H meeting. You can't. So I, I struggle to believe that
1: some of them kids have never heard those words. I remember coming yeah working cattle with my dad and his two brothers and my grandpa and my grandma and my grandma always says there's too many chiefs and not enough indians and everybody was yelling at each other and every time we worked cattle there was a fist fight or some (laughs) two people were in the mud and i just thought that's how it worked that's just how it went yeah i just said oh well so somebody somebody asked me to go help them work cattle and they didn't fight and i was like what whoa and I came back home I was like hey guys we don't have to hate each other here and like it was it was like a foreign world that I was yeah. in so anyway stock kids they're used to hearing some curse words That's yeah. for sure.
2: they're used to it yeah
0: <laughs> so while we're talking about that not exactly the same thing but have you ever done one like okay I got a great idea we're going to Start the film. We're going to do this, and then you look at it, and go, "Oh, wait, too far. Can't do that."
2: Um, I don't know that I've actually like filmed ones like that, but I've written like sometimes I'll get ideas in my head uh-huh. and I'll start writing, and I have started writing certain subjects down that I'm like, mm, "Nah," and then <laughs> but sometimes I circle back. You know, it just it depends on my mood and. So I have, I have written ideas down that I've circled back to, and I have some still that I've just left on red, essentially. Mm -hmm. So,
0: well, I wondered if that was because when I, every time you show up on my deal, like it's always something and I'm, I'm laughing and chuckling and stuff. And, and then I think, I wonder if she's ever like, kind of got to a point where she's like, I'm really gonna tear into this or i'm really gonna make fun of this and then like oh wait too much i can't do that
2: yeah no there's been times where i've hit the post button that i'm like should i <laughs> and then i'm like but if anyone says anything do i care no, right i don't Right.
1: do you so, ever run it by your kids or your husband and like hey should i do this or is it all sue lacy no
2: it's all sue lacy honestly <laughs> Like, my husband, just today, I was like, did you watch, like, the video? I, like, the last, like, probably 10 videos I posted, he's like, no, I haven't watched him. Like, he doesn't, he's busy, he get you. not that there. he doesn't he care, there. and my daughter, do- I only have one child, and she's six, and she doesn't have access to, like, you know, watch my TikTok, so, no, I just, it's all me, and if I feel like posting it, and my husband supports me 100%. So even if it's something that he's like, yikes, <laughs> that's he'll awesome. back me. So That's awesome. <laughs> that's good.
0: You got to have that. I mean, that's that's so important. Yeah. So tell me about like, I'm curious about, because obviously you've kind of, you've built a follower. And, and I'm sure there are, when you post a new TikTok, I'm sure there are people that like, they're all in right off the bat. Like they, they follow you. They're, they're all in on suit. I want your thoughts on how much of an impact, how important is social media in general, like in the, in the livestock world today, like to build your brand, all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm really curious to get your thoughts on like what impact that has.
2: I think that social media has obviously a lot of different impacts um most of them positive I think that it gives us a an opportunity to interact with people for example you guys I wouldn't know you you wouldn't know me we wouldn't know each other existed if it weren't for social media um I mean when I go to shows I have people come up to me and I mean I and there's people that are way bigger than me like I'm not even that big of an influencer if I even Refer to myself that way, which is weird. <laughs> um, but it's, I mean, it's crazy. Like when I go to shows, it doesn't matter. At Congress, at when I was out in California a few weeks ago, I had people come up to me. You know, it's it's crazy how small the mm. stock show industry is. Yeah, and exactly. I think that it's important to get different aspects and views. Because I mean, for example, like I said, I don't know anything about pigs or goats or anything like that. And so from TikTok, it's like, I can come across people that maybe know things that I don't and interact and learn things. It's just in general, I think that social media is great for networking and learning things that you wouldn't have access to otherwise. As a, as a kid too, I mean, growing up in the nineties and stuff, it's like, we obviously didn't have social media. So a lot of the people that you see at shows that are like winning shows and you just, you kind of idolize them. And so when you, when you see those type of people on TikTok and social media, it sort of humanizes people and makes it less intimidating to where you feel like, you know, maybe someday I can be that. Yeah. You know, it just I don't know. That might not even make sense, but No, it
0: makes perfect. I agree with What's... you 100%. Matt and I uh, I don't know, it was one of our other episodes we we were talking about that kind of that stuff and I we talked about, you know, growing up, like as a kid growing up, like You're there so were some cool. of those Ball. some of those guys that I just like you didn't you didn't have access to them like you do now. And Yeah. So like you'd see Kirk Steerwalt like at a big show and you i was too intimidated to like go ask him for advice or so like i was a little weirdo creeper like peeking around the deal like oh that's how he's doing a tail header oh that's how he's blooded you know and like today you get right on social media whatever that platform may be and kids today have access to so much and that's what we we talk about a lot and that there's more access to information there's more access to people in the, in the industry today than there's ever been. And, you know, understanding nutrition, genetics, you know, all the millions of additives that we've got out there and, you know, that all that fun stuff. And then just like people who actually know stuff and are kind of authorities within those separate species, like, it's unprecedented access compared to like when we all would have grown up and where maybe you got you got a magazine once a month in the mail, you're like national yeah. livestock exhibit or the show box or something. You're like, oh, there's that kid from Texas that wins everything, you know? And and, yeah. and that was kind of it. There wasn't and like you said, you went to national shows and you showed purebred cattle and all that stuff. and, and I love that you said that early you said you didn't want to date yourself. I'll tell you like Matt and I, that's all we do on this podcast. Basically is talk about that we're old farts and that like we reminisce about how things used to be. And, yeah. and but I, I, you know, we grew up the same way where there weren't, there wasn't a jackpot series of shows were no. like today. You didn't go every weekend. You, you went to junior nationals. That was a big deal.
2: Yeah. And state fair
0: and state fair. Yep. And yeah. that might be the only time because there wasn't, you didn't have Snapchat. There was no Facebook like that literally might be the only time you saw certain people or certain buddies that you had were at some of those shows. And so kids today, I I, I really this really makes me sound like an old fart, but I say it all the time. Like I shout it from the top, like kids, today don't maybe don't understand. it, I or at least I hope they don't take for granted the era that they're growing up in and how much different it is and some of the advantages that they have in terms of knowledge and the availability of stuff and and getting to know kids from all over the country that have similar Mm interests uh that to them and 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 the value and all that stuff
1: and i think social media is such a huge part of that well one of my best absolutely one of my best friends in the world is nathan joseph in ohio and i've met him three times and we talked on social media about boars and And now we just talk all the time through Snapchats and text messages and direct messages. If we see a pig that we like, if we hey, should we should I go after this boar or whatever? And that connection wouldn't have been made without Facebook or and and getting to know each other. It's just such a great time. One other thing you said was, you know, I remember going to the state fair, and let's say you went four or five days. You go to the state fair, and by the fifth day, you start talking to people a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Now these kids are buddies every weekend, and they run around, and they have their high school friends, and then they have their show clicks. And it's a whole two different set of friends, and that's what social media has done for kids. I told kids today I was trying to promote FFA camp, and I said, boy, when I got back from FFA camp, I had three girls' addresses and home phone numbers. (laughs) Okay. And now they're like, why didn't you get your snap? I was like, buddy. <laughs> that wasn't a thing. Oh, kids, that, that wasn't a thing then. Oh. Probably a good thing that wasn't a thing. Yeah, then. low key, I'm glad <laughs> that God. it
2: wasn't when I was a kid. But yeah.
0: No kidding. I'm, uh, no. <laughs> I think these kids are incredibly lucky to grow up with all the stuff they have. And I'm incredibly lucky that I did not. um mm. Because I don't I agree. When, having my youth documented may may not have been a positive
1: influence on my. I own. might not have been hired as a teacher.
2: That's right. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on the same boat as y'all.
1: <laughs> if I am in your barn on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday after evening, and you guys are cleaning pens or doing something, what is on your playlist and? Pumping through the barn, we had an opportunity, Brian, to see the background of her barn. We did. It looks we did. pretty darn salty to me. What yep. What's going through the speakers?
2: Um. So if it's my playlist, it's gonna vary. It's gonna go from Tupac to Limp Biscuit, or oh. straight yep. to like the Weekend to <laughs> Ariana Grande. To the Backstreet Boys. Like, oh, it's the gonna Backstreet Boys is great. It's going to be all over the place. I'm a 90s kid, so, I mean, I listen to a lot of old school. Um, if I'm out in the barn, I'm not trying to be, like, sad. So I'm going to play yeah. something that's going to hype me up. So it'll probably be some DMX, oh, some yeah. Tupac, you know, some, some kid rock. It'll be something oh, yeah. that's, that's going to hype me up
0: that's almost (laughs) every 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 guest we've had on here that's we we talk about playlists we talk about music because matt and i like that seems to take up a big chunk of every episode we'll talk about music and we'll tell stories about songs and stuff the last episode we we were talking about super bowl Sunday. we were talking about halftime shows and we were like i don't know why they can't have like dre and snoop and eminem and those guys every year like i don't know who makes those decisions but like
2: that was my favorite halftime show us too yeah
0: all-time greatest,
2: and my husband is such a he was raised on country Mm -hmm. and so which there's nothing wrong with that right but I was sitting there loving every minute and he's like this is boring and I'm like no it's not you don't get it
0: you know we talked about this last last episode and I'm not gonna lie like I just about teared up during that during Mm -hmm. the halftime show I'm just like this is like a dream come true I can't believe this is the Super Bowl halftime show self
1: explanation right there yeah that's that's right what it's all about right this is totally off
2: subject but have you guys ever seen snoop Dogg's like commentaries where he like narrates wildlife videos yeah
0: like the nature when he does the narrates the nature stuff have you seen one and i think it's like him and kevin hart maybe and they're watching like a dressage horse.
2: yeah 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 yeah,
0: yeah, like the equestrian stuff (laughs) And he's like, that That horse, crip walking. look at him. And I'm yeah. like, oh, it's great. That stuff's so no, awesome. I haven't
1: seen that. That is good. I
2: I freaking love Snoop Dogg. Yeah. No, those are my favorite videos. No,
0: the, that is great. That is great. I will tell you the thing that shocks me about TikTok. Because I can tell you, I was in, like, I refused to get it. I didn't want TikTok. Because everything I, I was still teaching, because I, I don't really remember even when TikTok kind of got going. I remember kids talking about it in school and I know at some point, like we kind of had to create one for judging pro. Like I was like, I think we probably have to gotta make one of these, but I just, I was like, okay, I'll make them. I'll just make these videos. Like I'll just put our Markham class on there and that's it. I'm not looking at anything. I don't want anything to do with TikTok. And the worst mistake I think I've ever made is I sit down and was like, what's this like for you deal? And so I get on my for you page. At that point, I didn't even know what it was. And I start scrolling. And before I know it, I've been sitting there for like two and a half hours. And like I you can't imagine the just. And I don't maybe maybe I'm just a weirdo. I probably like maybe I'm just a weirdo. My for you page, like it goes from one extreme to the other. Like it's yes. all over the place. There's just like everything you can imagine is on so you know like Snoop Dogg narrating a nature show. And then there's like some kind of like ultra country crazy weird hillbilly talking about making moonshine and then there's like it's just all over the place and so like i get the biggest kick out of it and i have to i'm old like i'm old and i have to like have like screen time where i'm like okay well (laughs) i'll have like i must i'll just watch tiktok for like 10 minutes i'll just have like 10 minutes of tiktok little treat like dessert it's a treat and then and then I gotta get out of there. I gotta get off of it. And it it takes you down rabbit holes. Um it does.
2: Uh, I think I don't know if you guys ever saw I posted a TikTok about like how your algor- algorithm, I can't speak, gets like broken. Like, mm-hmm. cause sometimes I end up on sides of TikTok that I'm like
0: uh yeah, yeah. That you're like, How did how, I get here? How did they have the dish?
2: I'm pretty sure I didn't consent to this. Like, <laughs> let's back it up. No, okay, no, I'm- thank you.
0: I've got the perfect story for you. I'm not going to give you the long version. I've already talked about it in a podcast. There, I it, it all deals with music. Like there was this song I kept hearing. I'm like, man, that, that's a pretty cool song. Like I need to. So I'm I'm watching it, and it it's from the movie Saltburn. Okay, and so I I keep. Have you seen it? Have I you...
2: haven't. But okay, don't watch my... it.
0: It's, you don't. Know, but like.
1: I, <laughs> don't sit down and watch it with your six-year-old daughter. Yeah, it's not a. It's not. Oh, it, watch it's it. a i watch it. I mean, it's movie, good. It's, isn't it? What? Is it a horror movie? Well, it's
0: like a thriller. It's kind of. of a thriller mystery. It's not. It's hard to describe because not. It's just not really a great movie. Okay. Because I
2: I like horror movies so. I've heard people like talk about it, but I just, I haven't watched it.
0: It's not really a horror movie as much as it's kind of like a mystery kind of intrigue deal, but the okay. whole deal is, so I get to like kind of going down this rabbit hole, like where's this song from? It comes from this movie. So I'm watching these reaction videos and for the next week, my for you page was just all stuff that I was like, Nope, skip, 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 Nope, 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 Nope. And like I had to get off there for a few days cause I'm like, maybe if I just don't, look at anything on here for a while maybe it's it'll reset itself and every once in a while i'll see a show steer or Mm -hmm. or something and not all this stuff that i've got on here right now it got pretty out there for a minute after i watched
1: that movie i am terrified of snakes and somehow i can't stop watching them and so (laughs) mine is always like these big old cobras or this guy like getting a snake out and like, and I watch the whole thing and I hate it the whole time. It's miserable, but I'm just like fascinated. Like you should get bit while you're collecting that venom. And like, I'm like kind of hoping that he's okay, but I'm kind of hoping that that thing just gets him a little bit. Like, it's kind of like a, I'm kind of torn there because I'm so intrigued, but terrified. So this know.
2: morning I saw Snoop Dogg like commentary on a on a like animal video and it was a bunch of snakes and they were chasing after these otters and so it was snake it was Snoop Dogg and he was like what are those mongooses and like these snakes were all like going after them and he's like go bro like what? I don't know I, <laughs> it's not as funny when I say it but that up. I he's, like, he's like, are those mongooses? He's like, go! Like, It's not all appropriate for me to say, but...
0: I can only imagine. You,
2: you should look it up.
0: We're going to have to take uh, it. Snoop
2: Dogg. It. Yeah, you, you just look it up. It's funny.
0: <laughs> I think that there's a natural level, it, and I feel like we've seen it shift. Like, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram... TikTok, there'll be something new come out, you know, at some point that everybody will, and I feel like it's, and I could be wrong. I think it's very kid driven, like where it goes at the beginning, like Mm -hmm. kids and then slowly we, because I can still remember teaching and the first time I'd ever heard of Facebook, which I still don't have Facebook, but I was teaching. And I remember the college kids coming back at Christmas and talking about Hey, there's my thumbs up. I knew it was going to do it at some point. Hey, Matt Matt got it too. I don't know if we can all, I don't know if everybody can get it. It doesn't do it
2: for me. It hates
0: me. I don't know. Let's see if it will. Oh, I got another one. But that was, I remember that was the first time I'd ever heard the term Facebook and uh, they were trying to explain it to me. And I was like, so it's like a directory, right? It's like a directory. They're like, no, no, no. Like people get on there and talk to each other stuff. And I'm like, so it's you're just having a conversation they're like no no we put pictures and stuff like I just didn't get it and and I've been that way (laughs) pretty much with every social media platform probably where I am just like so what's this now like what's the point of this and I was that way with TikTok and now like it eats up a good two hours of my day every day at least probably
2: yeah well and I I think I fully leaned into TikTok when I don't know. I think I was around like 7,500 followers or something. And you have to reach 10,000 to be like monetized to Mm. be able to like make money from it. And I got a message from, um, craft livestock 2.0. I don't know if you guys follow him.
0: No, you're talking about.
2: Yeah. Nick craft. So he, he messaged me and he's like, you know, you can make money from this. Right. And I was like, what? And He's like, yeah, like, you just have to get to 10,000 followers, like, keep at it, you know, you're doing great, whatever. And so I was like, okay. And so I, I reached that point And I mean, it's sort of things to him because it's like, you go through lulls where it's like, why do I post stupid videos every day? But I don't know if it makes a difference in someone's life and, you know, speaks to somebody, that's why you do it, you know? It's not in, and it's for me. It's like, I don't make TikToks for other people. If I want to say something, I'll get on there and say it. And if people don't like it, they can keep scrolling. Like, I don't
1: care. Exactly. I think that's why you're so successful with it because you're saying what people are thinking and it's the genuine you. You're not trying for the likes. You're not trying for the thumbs ups. You're not trying for all that stuff. So if somebody is listening right now and has never heard of you and wants to find you on TikTok, how can they go about that?
2: Um, so my name on TikTok is Sue Lacey17. Just my name. And yeah, 17. Um, I don't know. Look me up. I'm pretty funny.
0: Uh, she know. is. She's not lying. She's pretty funny. You Need to check her out.
1: The White Claw one and the uh, uh, Would You Be My Neighbor um, gentleman, Mr. Rogers. I saw those today, and I got a kick out of both of those. I really like those.
2: Mr. Rogers.
1: You have one about Mitch- Mr. Rogers? Like, when when no one fights at the end of the day, and then you're like, oh, okay.
2: Oh, the, yes. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, way go, guys. Like, we did it. <laughs> There's some yeah, good that.
2: Ones. There's so, some, that doesn't. I mean, happen. that never happens,
1: but, but, like, if it did, mm-hmm. our family, that's what I would be like, guys, we did it today, so.
2: We did it. We're successful.
1: Yeah.
0: I was <laughs> scrolling through before we got on here, and there's, and I don't, I, I'm guessing it's a newer one, where you're talking to, talking to girls, talking to young, young ladies, and giving them some advice. So, and I thought that was awesome, especially as a, as a, as a girl dad that got in fact this is this is talk about feeling old and and saying well i don't want to don't want to be the old guy here but my daughter um my daughter turns 21 tomorrow oh my goodness gracious
2: that's crazy you so are old
0: i am old that is correct yeah that's uh,
1: you've earned that, every uh, gray I've earned I've
0: earned all that gray in that beard like it's that's that's hard earned right there but Most of it is from Briley. Sorry, Briley. Well, it's a a variety of Briley enterprises anyway. Um, (laughs) So two things, Sue. First thing is, like, let's say there's some kids out there, not necessarily on TikTok even, or wanting wanting to, you know, have a presence on TikTok, but maybe wanting to get into the social media creator side of, of our industry, which I think is a hot thing and I think is going to keep getting bigger in terms of, you know, I think managing some of these big operations, social media presence, I think is a big thing. What advice would you have for them? Like, what 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 would you tell those kids if, you know, if they're wanting to get into that, if they're wanting to kind of jump in and like, hey, I want to see if I can make this TikTok thing go or, hey, I want to, you know, manage somebody's big Instagram account. What would you tell them?
2: I would say just be yourself. Um, I feel like in our world today, people are too afraid to offend people. And obviously you don't want to be on the internet spewing a bunch of profanity or ignorant, whatever. But besides that, I mean, if you have a thought in your heart that isn't something insane, say it, say it to the world. Um, you know, I feel like not to be all preaching and churchy, but God gives us a purpose. And, you know, if you can make a difference in one person's life, do it. I mean, you never know if God's putting something on your heart, share it with the world. And if that affects one person, if that affects a million people, you know, it doesn't make a difference because if that's your purpose, I feel like people should just people should just be themselves. And so I guess if somebody is feeling like they want to start social media, don't try to be like everyone else. Just be yourself. Um and I don't know, I feel like I I see a lot of people nowadays posting like I don't know, fit checks and come get ready with me's and it's like that's cool and all, but there's a lot more to us as humans than what we're wearing. So I don't know. I feel like people should just be authentic and be themselves. And if, if you feel inclined to say something and God's putting something on your heart, just say it and be yourself.
0: I like that. That's awesome. That's really, really good message. I think, and be, be who you are. And I think that's, in life, not just like, I want to, you know, be a TikTok creator or, or run an Instagram page, but just in life, just be who you are, just be yourself. And man, if people are going to like you, they're going to like you. If they're not, hey, who cares? You don't got to change, like be you.
2: Exactly. And I mean, and that happens in all aspects. It's not the livestock industry specifically. It's all, it's all facets of life. Yeah. So i I mean, it, you should just be who you are.
1: One of the best things We're, I've ever heard was, hey, don't worry about those people. They aren't your people. Find that's other right. people. That's right. And if you do that and understand you're just not going to win everybody over, it's okay. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Yep. And
2: if people don't like you for who you are, not your problem.
0: That's right. Just, exactly. You know? That's That's not... And, and usually... And I, I used to tell kids this a lot. I tell my daughter, like, it's a big, big deal, I guess, in terms of the way I live my life. If somebody's got a problem with you, their problem's probably not really with you. Like mm-hmm. there, there, there's something going on there that it's it's not really anything you you've done or probably can fix anyway. So why worry about it? It's 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 their deal, not yours. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: And and my experiences are the people you just be extra nice to because it's like obviously there's something more going on with you that has nothing to do with me yep and so I mean it's hard because sometimes when people are say mean things or you know are unkind to you it's hard to be turn the other cheek essentially but at the same time it's like sometimes if someone has a problem with you and you've done nothing to them it has more to do with them than it does with you so Thank you,
0: right. yep. maybe
2: that person just needs a smile and a, a hug and a I don't know, just pray to Jesus for them. That's I don't
0: right. know. I agree. That's right. I agree. You know, the second thing and and the last thing, see, and this is, we put everybody on the spot, everybody that comes on the podcast, we ask them because one of our big topics when Matt and I, before we had this podcast, when we would text or call each other, we're like, oh man, did you see this one? This one's way good. Or we'd talk about boars or we'd talk about bulls we saw and we'd always talk about some of the best ones we'd seen. So I want to know, what is the best one Sue has seen?
2: Okay, so I've been marinating on this one. And to be 100% transparent, I've seen a lot of good ones in my life. Um, So I'm just going to go with one of my own personal ones. And I had this cow named Bling. And she was she was like, I don't know. She was my like once in a lifetime cow. She won the um, Oregon State Fair and the Washington State Fair probably like, I don't know, as like a cow-calf pair and a heifer and all the things. She probably won collectively over 10 times. Like she was just, and her progeny were always amazing. And so She's not the best one I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, because I've obviously, I've been all over the country. I've seen a million animals, but for me, she was my once in a lifetime cow and she was special to me. So I'm going to go with her.
0: You know, and that's, sometimes that's, that's the truth. Like you get one of those that is, and you, sometimes you know it when it's happening. Like this one's special. This one's special. Yeah. And uh, and I'll tell you, those those are the ones you remember forever. Those are the ones that usually there's a picture of them in the house or something. And and they have a lasting effect, I think, on not just, you know, from their progeny down through, but it it to a certain extent, at least in my head, the ones that I've had that I guess would be similar to that kind of change and mold my perception of what I'm going after or what I'm trying to create beyond that and they're special that's pretty cool that's pretty awesome
2: yeah and so and she was a she was a pure red charlotte um and i don't know if you know anything about charlotte genetics or anything but she so they have what's called a dam of distinction and then diamond dams okay and i don't i can't i off the top of my head i don't remember the exact qualifications for each but she was a diamond dam. So she produced, and it has to do with like their weight per day of age on their calves and like, you know, they have to meet certain qualifications. So she ended up, she was a diamond dam and a, whatever I said prior to that, I can't remember.
1: <laughs> well, if, she, if her name was Bling being a diamond dam. She fits right in then, fit, That's right. It it's in. Sue, so, as we kind of wrap up, you and your husband, you guys sell some quality show lambs and some quality cattle. If somebody wanted to find you in that operation, how could they find you guys on social media? And also, when would the offspring be available for purchase?
2: Gold Standard Livestock is our, our ranch name. Um, and I guess that sort of depends on whether you're looking for cattle or sheep. But we do um, a few different flushes throughout the year for sheep. We sort of breed for more of a heavy fall group, but we do some later, like January's as well. And then cattle, it's kind of, I don't know. That's more, that would be a better question for my husband. Honestly, you guys should have my husband on here at some point because he is a character. Heck yeah. Um, he so he actually had a podcast for a little bit called Generation One. Really? So if you're if you're ever bored, look up Generation One. He's he's honestly probably funnier than me. Don't tell him I said that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so old stuff is more his deal at this point. Um. So, but we do a lot of embryo and flush work with that um so i don't know i guess just get in contact with us if you
0: have any needs heck yeah yeah. that's right well for all of you listeners out there if you guys are looking for sheep or cattle reach out get a hold of them and sue will direct you to talk to her husband on the cattle side of the world maybe a little bit and uh but they can hook you up. They'll fix you up.
1: Fantastic. Yes. Well, thank you, Sue, so much for uh, your time. And boy, we really enjoyed this. This was a lot of fun. Sue Lacey, everybody. Yeah. She's
0: awesome. We are super stoked that you wanted to come on here, Sue, and be on the podcast. It was It was a blast.
2: Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. I have a quick question. Am I the first person to be on the podcast without a beard?
1: no actually uh Cody, Cody Sloan didn't have was Cody Sloan doesn't have a beard
2: oh dang it I was doesn't. hoping that... I know
0: I know I didn't even think about that until you just said like female, wait a minute though. you might be nope nope Cody actually Cody Cody only has hair like right here he doesn't yeah. have any hair here no beard like yeah. it's just kind of this kind of that thing going yeah. on like really like the okay. reverse reverse mohawk maybe yeah. I don't know what you reverse call that. mohawk yeah
2: okay yeah I was like am I the first person with no beard to be on beards and banners but
0: that's fine well, I'll- that after, would have been a pretty neat distinction like if, if we after, could have got that figured out
1: after, yeah after seeing you with your makeup and things i think we need to hire you to touch us up a little bit before every podcast i
2: mean i would be happy to
1: no kidding i need some help i need some different lighting or i know something.
0: i don't know what's going on in here like yeah, we, gotta, we gotta have some help too like is there anything you can do about the like the gray overtaken this area right in here. Like it's really, honestly,
2: getting... honestly like a lot of people are into the gray. So well, I think, I think you should just embrace it.
0: I, Especially, I, I, a, I don't have much choice. There's probably more gray than there is any other color left in Yeah. There. If
2: you guys have wives or whatever that are into it, embrace it. I don't go. Know.
1: Heck yeah. It's not like that, a little beard that,
2: oil. It's fine. Hey, I,
1: I've
0: got a little, I'm,
1: Kind of a beard oil guy. I'm, I'm a big believer in it. There you go. With
2: some beard oil. You're good.
1: <laughs> well, good deal. Well, hey, we hope to make it out there someday to see your guys' ranch and hopefully go to a sale someday later on in the future. <laughs> and we really appreciate your time. And good luck to the rest of your journeys as Sue Lacy 17 on TikTok. And uh, look her up, people, because she's pretty great and you'll enjoy it. That's right. You won't be disappointed.
2: Yes, thank you guys for having me, it's
1: been a blast. Brian, I think I could not speak for us more when I say what a treat that was to have Sue Lacey on today. And boy, she brought up some good things that yeah, make me did. motivated about just being yourself. Don't Don't worry about what other people think, just say what you feel, put your emotions out there. And hey, not everybody's your person and don't That's worry right. about those people. And I know you've done some work and you have some really good inspirational thoughts for us to end episode 13. What do you got for us today, buddy? You know, I've got one and it's it's one that I like. It's maybe be not everybody's
0: cup of tea and that's okay. You know, if we learn anything from talking to Sue, it was that, hey, I'm going to be pretty authentic with who I am. And I'm going to do that because that's that's who I am. And if you like that, that's awesome. If you don't. Man, I'm sorry that you don't, but I'm not going to change it. And so this message lends itself to that a little bit, not only because that's who I am, but I think there's other people out there like that too. And so here's what I'm going to take. And I like this quote, especially this time of the year, spring's ramping up, winter's a tough time, and sometimes it, it needs tough people to get through and to persevere and, and to make it through it. And so... Here's one thing that I always kind of tell myself. The question isn't who's going to let us. It's who's going to stop us. And I really like that because I don't think, I don't think we have to live our life looking for approval in every situation. I think we have to live our life by our code, by our compass and drive towards our goals and not worry about asking for per permission to achieve those goals. If opportunity doesn't knock, kick in the door. I love and that's it. and that's. I guess sometimes you got to get you got to get tough, and you got to say, "Hey, I'm going to motivate me, and we're going to go out, and we're going to get her done." And I like that because, hey, it's not who's going to let us; it's who's going to stop us
1: everything you just said right now takes me back to brings me back to what my springs are like and getting ready for the show season Mm -hmm. and getting ready for jackpot season, county fairs and things like this, getting ready for contest seasons, training a livestock team. I know all those people that are in college right now loading up in a van and they're all getting it going, man, who's going to stop you? That's right. It's just you. That's right. If you get in yourself's way, if you get in your own way, That's more times going to keep you from success more than anything else. That's right. I love that, buddy. That might be one of my favorite ones so far. You hit out of the park like usual. Good job, my man. Guys, it's been a pleasure. We hope to leave you today with just some good thoughts, some words of encouragement, and take care of yourselves, take care of your neighbors, and take care of your family. And above all, be nice. This was a great one. Thank you, Sue Lacey17. We appreciate you. Go check out Sue on TikTok, everybody. We'll see you
0: next episode.